Our host, Bill Petrie, begins today's Differing Things podcast with the following statement. Many falsely believe human trafficking is a modern-day problem. However, this issue has been around since biblical times. The narrative of human trafficking began with the story of Joseph in the Old Testament book of Genesis. The expansion of the world's population allowed the trafficking of people to impact every country on this planet negatively. Now for today's Differing Things. Recent success of the movie The Sound of Freedom has made many around the world aware of human trafficking. However, many still falsely believe human trafficking is a modern day problem. But this issue has been around since biblical times. The narrative of human trafficking began with the story of Joseph in the Old Testament book of Genesis when his brothers sold him into slavery. Genesis chapter 37, verses 23 through 28 in the Universal Version Bible state, When Joseph reached his brothers, they stripped Joseph of his tunic, the special tunic that he wore. Then they took him and threw him into the cistern. Now the cistern was empty. There was no water in it. And they sat down to eat bread, and they lifted up their eyes and looked, and behold, a company of Ishmaelites came from Gilead with their camels, bearing spices and balm and myrrh, going to carry down to Egypt. Then Judah suggested to his brothers, Where is the prophet in just killing our brother and shedding his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and do not let our hand be on him, for he is our brother, our flesh. And his brothers listened. As the Midianite merchants were passing through, they extracted Joseph from the cistern and sold Joseph for 20 pieces of silver to the Ishmaelites, who then took Joseph down to Egypt. This narrative continued on a national scale in the book of Exodus. When the Egyptians enslaved the Israelites for over 400 years, we read in Acts chapter 7, verses 18 and 19. Eventually, a different sovereign, who had not known Joseph, became ruler of Egypt. By shrewdly scheming against our people, he oppressed our ancestors and forced them to abandon their infants to the elements so that they would not live. This history of trafficking continued throughout biblical history and grew in regularity as cultures developed and nations formed. The expansion of the world's population allowed the trafficking of people to impact every country on this planet negatively. Slavery, which irreparably marred American history, and enslaved and oppressed an entire ethnicity based on skin color helped propel trafficking onto the global stage. Since that time, the exploitation, abuse, and victimization of people has grown exponentially. So what is human trafficking? <laughs> 
I really see three different types of human trafficking. First is forced labor or labor trafficking. This is when an individual uses force, fraud, or coercion to recruit, harbor, transport, provide, or obtain an individual or child to exploit this person's labor. Pervasive forms of forced labor include domestic servitude and forced child labor. The second is forced marriage. This is when an individual is forced or coerced against their will to marry another. This form of slavery is complex due to ethnic, cultural, and religious customs practiced by predominantly patriarchal communities, but nonetheless, it is reprehensible. And the third and the last one is the one that most people think of, and that is sex trafficking. This is when an individual uses force, fraud, or coercion to recruit, harbor, transport, provide, obtain, patronize, solicit, or engage an individual or child in a commercial sex act. The United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime, or the UNODC, defines human trafficking as, and I quote, the recruitment, transportation, transfer, harboring, or receipt of people through force, fraud, or deception with the aim of exploiting them for late for profit. Men, women, and children of all ages and from all backgrounds can become victims of this crime. End of quote. To fully understand the global impact of human trafficking, we must look at the facts. <clears throat> and I'm going to give a few of them to you today. today. 50 million people, that's five zero million people on a given day are trapped in modern day slavery. This equates to one out of every 150 people in the world today is being trafficked. Now think about that number. If you work in a service industry, you probably see more than 150 people in a day. Odds are one of the people you met or saw was being trafficked. One of every three victims of human trafficking worldwide is a child. In economically impoverished countries, children account for half of the victims detected. 27,600,000 people are trapped in forced labor on any given day. And of that number, 3,300,000 of them are children. 
300,000 people are in forced labor where they are sexually exploited. And four out of every five of those are girls or women. 178 nations have ratified and implemented the United Nations Trafficking in Persons Protocols. 22 million people, which is 14,900,000 women and girls, live in a forced marriage on any given day. Now, this number to me is mind-blowing. 150 trillion U.S. dollars, that's 150 trillion U.S. dollars, is the global profit that traffickers make in a year. These facts are derived from the reputable global sources I'm about to name. They are the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime. The, the Global Report on Trafficking in Persons and the United Nations Convention Against Transnational Organized Crime. The Global Estimates of Modern Day Slavery Joint Report, which was published by the International Labor Organization Walk Free and the International Office of Migration. And lastly, the U.S. Department of State's 2022 Trafficking in Persons Report. I need to state that the fifth iteration of the UNODC's Global Report on Trafficking in Persons, which was published in 2020, presents the data from 148 participating countries. And I'm quoting from that source. Although found in every country and every religion, trafficking in persons remains a hidden crime, with perpetrators operating in the dark corners of the internet, in the underbelly of the global economy, to entrap victims for sexual exploitation, forced labor, domestic servitude, and other forms of exploitation. The traffickers often use violence or fraudulent employment agencies and fake promises of education and job opportunities to trick and coerce their victims. End of quote. The bottom line is this. Human trafficking in all forms is modern-day slavery. It is a plague that we must eradicate, affecting us all and scourging the landscape of our global community. In the United States, the 13th Amendment to our Constitution, signed in 1865, barred slavery and involuntary servitude. However, from 1865 until 1999, Congress established no laws to address the trafficking of persons for exploitation specifically. As a result, criminal laws were narrow in scope, and prosecution was based on a hodgepodge 
of federal statutes. In October of the year 2000, this changed when the United States signed its very first anti-trafficking law. The law was named the Victims of Trafficking and Violence Protection Act of 2000. It's also referred to as the Trafficking Victims Protection Act of 2000. This law was established to combat trafficking in persons, a contemporary manifestation of slavery, whose victims are predominantly women and children, to ensure just and effective punishment of traffickers and to protect their victims. It defines severe forms of trafficking in persons as sex trafficking, in which a commercial sex act is induced by force, fraud, or coercion, or in which the person induced to perform such act has not attained 18 years of age, or the recruitment, harboring, transportation, provision, or obtaining of a person for labor or services through the use of force, fraud, or coercion for the purpose of subjection to involuntary servitude, peonage, debt bondage, or slavery. The International Labor Organization estimates that over 40 million people worldwide are modern-day slaves. These people are exploited each day through force, fraud, or coercion, and to perform acts of servitude or sex. This exploitation of people is referred to as trafficking in persons or human trafficking. Exploiters traffic individuals when they force them to work for little or nothing, perhaps to pay off a debt or loan or engage in sexual acts against their will. According to the Counter-Trafficking Data Collaborative, a global data hub for human trafficking, over 90% of victims are more likely to be trafficked either for sexual exploitation or forced labor. Additionally, the sexual exploitation of children has dramatically increased since 2017. It has shown a 56% increase from 2018 to 2019, and the fastest growing country in which this is, occur is occurring is the United States of America. This data set suggests that minors are much more likely to be exploited for sexual purposes than adults, because children and women are most vulnerable, traffickers have become masters of victimization, often enslaving individuals through multiple means of control, including movement restrictions, psychological abuse, physical abuse, threats, and confiscation of earnings psychoactive use substances, and repeated false promises. Most concerning about 
the counter-trafficking data collaborative findings is that the trafficking of children and adults is increasing around the world, especially the Western world. How does trafficking happen? Well, the trafficking of persons occurs in every country on the planet. The truth is that most victims are poor and marginalized living in difficult situations and often undocumented illegal aliens in the country in which they are residing. Traffickers use the increase in unemployment to exploit a person's labor. As this individual is more likely to do anything to make money. They also target migrant families who have crossed borders in search of work. Orphan children, those from extremely poor or dysfunctional families, or those discarded with little to no parental care, are more likely to become victims of trafficking. Children living in economically depressed communities are also at greater risk. Frequently, traffickers use these difficult situations to exploit children for begging or criminal activities. The UN Global Report delineates the percentage of factors that traffickers use to exploit people. 51% are due to economic need. 20% is a child living in a dysfunctional family. 13% involve intimate partners that become the traffickers themselves. 10% are mental, behavioral, or neurological disorder individuals. 10% are those with illegal immigration status. 9% are children who have been deprived of parental care. 6% have a lack of formal education or cannot speak the language of the country they are in. And 3% have a physical disability. <clears throat> Traffickers target individuals or children with little to no support system as neglected or overlooked people or children rarely leave a trail others will follow in pursuit. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 31 states, he who oppresses the poor insults his maker, but he who shows favor on the poor honors him. We as Christians want to honor our maker. It is for this reason human trafficking should be important to Christians. The proliferation of modern-day slavery and the sexual exploitation of people is not just so uh, not just a social justice issue for governments ngos or concerned citizens to address it is an affront to the gospel and should be on the heart and mind of every single believer giving ears open to the cries of the oppressed and rescuing those enslaved is a central theme throughout biblical history. When the prophet Isaiah uttered the words in Isaiah 61 verses 1 and 2, 
He was expressing the very heart of God. It reads in the Universal Version Bible this way. The spirit of Adonai, or or Lord, Yahweh, is on me, because Yahweh has anointed me to proclaim the evangel to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives, and complete opening to the bound ones, to proclaim the acceptable year of Yahweh, and the day of vengeance of our Elohim, or God, to comfort all who mourn. Throughout the scriptures, we read that God hears the cries of the oppressed. He remembers his people, and he acts to rescue and deliver. He does not overlook or turn a blind eye to the oppressed. Instead, he makes them the central focus of his love and provides justice and rescue for the hopeless. His commitment to redemption is so significant that he sends his own son, Jesus, whose name means the Lord saves or rescues. Jesus, who is God incarnate, who was repeatedly moved with compassion upon seeing and hearing the cries of those oppressed and enslaved through the horrors of sin. So he acts to redeem his people and to provide Eonian justice. If these actions describe the heart, of the God who came to save. Should not this also be said of those who are called by his name? Psalm 82 verses 3 and 4 state and record these words to those in authority. Defend the cause of the poor and the fatherless. Vindicate the oppressed and suffering. Rescue the weak and poor. Deliver them out of the hand of the wicked. As Christians, we must always remember that human trafficking is indeed a gospel issue, and our response must be gospel-centered. How does a Christian approach a potential trafficking situation? First, we must pray. Pray that God will give us eyes to see and ears to hear as we interact with people. Pray he gives us discernment to recognize if someone is being trafficked. Second, we must act. Act on behalf of the individual and assess the situation to determine if they are a victim. Pay attention to their behavior. Are they disorientated, confused, fearful, timid, or submissive? Look for signs of abuse. Are they bruised, hungry, or in need of medical care? Look for signs of control. Are they being manipulated, controlled, or coached? Finally, we must tell. 
report to local or national authorities about what you have just witnessed. Call the Department of Homeland Security Investigations tip line that is open 24 hours a day at 1-866-347-2423 or the National Human Trafficking Hotline at 1-888-373-7888. You can also contact your congressman or congresswoman and constantly be on them about this issue. Tell them as a Christian, it is a front to all of humanity. Let us not forget those who are oppressed and marginalized in society. After all, Jesus Christ died for them and gave himself for them so that they too would have life. Good day and God bless. We want to thank you for listening to this week's Differing Things podcast. If you would like to get more information about the Bible, please check out our website, www.beacon-ministries.org. Do not forget to join us next week for a new Differing Things podcast. <laughs>